Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Welcome everyone to another episode of X of Words. Hello. Hi. You're here with me, Ash. Uh, Glad to have you here. And sitting on the other chair, metaphorically and literally, but very far away, is Arnie again. What's going on, man? Not too much, Ash. Thank you for having me back again. Anytime you like, mate. Anytime you like. Um, All right, cool. You guys know Arnie. But if you don't know Arnie, you can follow him at The Anti Binge. That's T-H-E-A-N-T-I-B-I-N-G-E. That right? That's all right. Sweet. Um, So actually, yeah, do you know what? You've been here, but hey, maybe people don't know you. Tell us who you are, Arnie. Oh, well, I'm uh, I'm Arnie. I'm the anti-binge, and uh, I am a big X-Men fan. Uh, (laughs) That's that's really about, that's my identity these days. I I don't have much else going on. I do have a job, but I also have the (laughs) X-Men. I like that. That's a that's a very concise personality, mate. I like it. You know, you can't take it with you, right? There we go. You know what you like, and it's one thing. <laughs> just one thing. It's just, it's just that, that's it. But cool. All right. So today's question is: Who do we think should be the leader of the new X Men? If you don't know context on that, let me catch you up. So, ugh, where the fuck? How how am I gonna do this? <laughs> you, oh, indeed. Uh, mutants live on their own island. It's all cool. There's some creepy stuff in there, but that's fine. Largely, we're just super happy for them. Yeah. Also, things like society and democracy have come into play. And so, Marvel have let us vote for one slot on the X-Men. So we, all of us, got to vote on who that person should be. And the vote turned out to be, please turn off the podcast if you don't want to know it now. But for those of you who do, it's Polaris. Mm. Yay. Yay. Slow clap. <laughs> Congrats. It's not like she didn't have her own series yeah. a year ago. The, Congrats. The, the character who had a book got another one. So, <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, it does free up a space. But anyway, so we voted. Then there's a brand new team. Um, and that team consists of... Uh, again, look away if you don't want to hear. Um, look away if you don't want to hear. What the fuck am I saying? Sync. <laughs> the team is Sync, Rogue, Wolverine, Laura Wolverine, the actual Wolverine, Cyclops, Jean, Sunfire, and Polaris. Don't you know what's so weird? What? I was writing down the list. I had just written down the list, and you you said them in the exact order that I wrote them. Well, that's what they call that's what they call talent, honey. <laughs> uh, I've been doing this podcasting shit for a while now, and you can just pick up on everything that your guests are putting out there. I, I love it. Syn- synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sync indeed. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, that makes it a very short podcast because that's my answer. But um, <laughs> which one of those? Which one of those do we think? should be the leader right um right and this is probably the longest intro ever so far but 
Now that you know me and Arnie and our very long-winded intro to the question, <laughs> let's kick off that timer. The X starts now. Cool. So I've kind of completely, uh, I, I kind of completely blew uh, the climax there. But like, yeah, you know what my answer is. What's yours? So uh, we boiled this question down, and I think that it's hard to have an answer that's different from your answer in a lot of ways. I, I think, I think your answer is the objective truth. But for the sake of this conversation. Mm-hmm. I think that the answer is, and I'm going to go in a different direction here. It's rogue. Yes. Why? Why? What do you think? Why? Why is that? And that's because rogue is, to me, like, and I, I, part of this is kind of based on that, like Jerry Duggan's, um, you know, his little teaser when he put out, you know, rogue and from Uncanny Avengers, like looking down at the city. Um, the idea that Rogue has been an X-Men who is also an Avenger, who is also, you know, essentially Mutant Liberation Front, more or less. Like, she's Mystique and, and Dar- uh, uh, Destiny's foster daughter. Um, she's someone who has experienced, you know, just the the abject kind of literal alienation of being a mutant. Because for so long, she couldn't even know human touch. Um she didn't know who she was. I mean, she still doesn't really, I don't think, know a lot about her past, um, her, her origins. Um, and I think that's, there are a lot of metaphors in there for, you know, Rogue kind of being this person who understands mutanity and the, the real kind of drawbacks of it. She doesn't have a, a physical mutation and she is, you know, a, a, a cis, you know, hot presenting white woman, mm. a woman of white experience, excuse me. <laughs> never, ne- ne- never, never say that to me again. <laughs> Thanks. So you won't excuse me, I get it. Thank you, thank you. Thanks. I, um, I love you, man, but just never say that to me again. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's the same reason that Brian Singer and, uh, you know, the others have like pulled her out and made her that central character in the movies yes is because she is someone that who can both absorb the minority experience yeah and someone who also will present a, a decent face like she will give you face when she needs to she will definitely give you hair she will also give you body she will give you face when she needs to <laughs> i lo- that's that's a legendary sentence thank you um yes so totally agree with you um i think after sync row would have been my my choice there were only two things that tipped Sink over into the first place mm-hmm. for me. One is that he has just come back from the vault where now, for all intents and purposes, he is the most experienced person on the team. Well, yeah. He's had thousands of years of battle experience. He is now the most I mean, is that experience limited? Yes. Has he dealt with as many situations as as maybe, say, Scott Summers has? No. Because, uh, you know, obviously the vault, as much as there were generative people in there and there's loads of people with loads of different powers, it's just the children of the vault that you're dealing with. So, yes, he's been dealing with the same brand of enemies for a long time. But he's still super experienced. And also, we haven't seen that much of him. You know, we just haven't... We've seen so much of Rogue. She has been everywhere. Right. And I think, for me as a reader of the comics, say if I take myself out of the sort of being immersed in the lore, and if I just, if I just approach this as a reader, it's like we've seen Rogue 
as an Avenger. We've seen her as an X-Man. We've seen her as a villain. We've seen Rogue in all of these places, which is why we know so much about her, which is why she has such a long creds list. But it's also the reason why I maybe would want to give somebody else the chance to jump in. Hmm. So, I, I, you said a couple points pushed synced over for you. Mm-hmm. And for me, Rogue was pushed over a couple points in, ahead of sync mm-hmm. because of the fact that she is, her experience is so varied here and now and in the, you know, amongst the X-Men. So there's a, there's a panel that I, I, I'm not going to be able to remember the episode or sorry, the, the issue, but there's a panel where Scott is talking to, I believe, Emma and he is like saying like, you know, I believe it's from Utopia, but he's talking about who the next leader of the X-Men will be. And like, he's looking at a, a you know, digital panel and it's got like Sam there and it's got Kitty and it's got Danny. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially like which of the next of that level, you know, mm. which of the new mutants level is going to secede us, Emma? Like who's, who's going to take over when we're gone? Yeah. I think that there is something important that's balanced, that balances that in X-Men 19 when Scott is, you know, there are just a couple of panels of, like, Scott and Everett next to each other. And you recognize that the juxtaposition, or, or the, rather, the passing of that may, may, it may have to skip a generation. Like, it may have to go beyond Sam and Danny and my babies and the New Mutants because they really do operate as such a co- cohesive unit that for them, it's better for them to be engaged on any, anything as a team. Yeah. When it comes to if you had to pick one guy out of, you know, the future generations who might be able to rally all of those people together, Everett can stand on his own because he was the guy who was co-leading Gen X or Generation X with Jubilee. Yeah. Everett is a guy who just has a little more of a, a singular focus to sacrifice himself because he did that for, in Generation X with Monet um, it, it, to save her and her sisters. Um, and to save the team, you know, that, that's just something that he is, he is known for doing. He isn't, he isn't necessarily tied to someone in the same way that, uh, Danny might be too emotionally tied to, uh, uh, to Ronnie or, or to, uh, to Liana or, or Amara or, or the way that Sam and Roberto are tied to each other. Um, or the way that Kitty's even tied to magic. Like he can, I think he can separate himself enough to, reach out but i think I'm, I'm making your your argument for you that's not the point i was making the point that i was making <laughs> your eyes just roll back in your head I, I just played myself the point that i was making yeah. is that rogue the dynamic we need to see is rogue stepping up to tutor sync we yes. need to see scott and gene move on go make some more babies we need to see rogue step up and say listen guys I can show all these younger kids how to lead us because I'm a little bit closer to them. Yes. So that's why I chose Rogue. And that's why I think Sync, it's, what we're going to be seeing is like General Rogue, Lieutenant Sync, kind of like Commander-in-Chief Co, Scott and Gene, and then Sunfire's going to quit. Do you, uh, Sunfire, I hope Sunfire doesn't quit. I'm interested to get to know Sunfire. I feel like everybody else on the team I know. Right. That was one of the bits that kind of killed the big reveal for me. Like, it's all the characters that we know back to front anyway. There is no real reveal. You didn't have to string me along for any amount of time to tell me 
that Rogue was going to be on the X-Men. I've seen that story. I've, <laughs> like, I, I know what that looks like. Yeah, I know. I've read it. Tale as old as time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I hope Sunfire doesn't quit. I, I, but I see why Rogue would be the choice. I want Sync because I want somebody new. And this, to me, the whole Dawn of X thing, the whole Hickman run, the whole, mm-hmm. the whole people being able to vote on X-Men, it's just all of it breathes new life. And I don't want the end of that process to be on an old story. Hell, right. let's Sunfire lead it. Like, just essentially, my thing is, give it to somebody new. <laughs> I mean, I, I think there will be no shortage of newness in this. I'm excited for the roster that they gave us mm-hmm. because it is so old. I think that you'll be able to paint a lot of newness around it and, and onto it. There's a lot, a lot of new dynamics you can graft onto that. Like, imagine maybe they have, like, Jubilee come in for an issue... And then you've got like the Sync Jubilee thing going on, but Rogue and Jubilee also have a past. Um, you know, there, there's a lot that can happen with these older pillars. That's, that's us. Even though we've seen a lot of them before. Yeah, I uh, I agree, um, but I would I would say that's what we've been seeing for decades. We've been seeing them try to wring more water out of these same dry cloths. Every time. Just one more twist. One more <laughs> twist. I don't know why that analogy just sent me. But <laughs> it is. Same dry cloths. <laughs> Every time. Every time. You just want to see a, a team led by freaking Forearm and Amelia Voigt and some freaking Mammal Max. You want, you want Mammal Max on the team? Is that what you want? Yes. Literally. Yes. So I wanted that to be new blood. I wanted that to be mutants who were visibly mutant. We've got more human passing mutants. We've got a team of human passing mutants. We have several teams of human passing. I mean, it really kind of seems like they're putting the non-human passing mutants on the island and just kind of leaving them there most of the days. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's respectability (laughs) politics. Because, you know, you know, where is, I mean, Shark I'm, I'm Girl. literally thinking about every team. Sh- where is Shark Girl? Where, where is, is Shark Girl? Where is Shark Girl? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to rename the fucking podcast, Where is Shark Girl? <laughs> I honestly think that that is, if this podcast pivoted to, you know, standing anyone else besides Storm, I think Shark Girl would be next. I think she's right there. Yes. Yes. Banging those bongos, baby. Queen. Queen. <laughs> dorsal dorsal queen bring her dorsal queen <laughs> <laughs> all right look I'm, we are just uh, chatting like unfiltered bullshit at this point yeah we <laughs> <laughs> so, only passed the minute right yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100% thank you Arnie we're gonna t- we're gonna tie up but thank you mate it's been um, it's been another hilarious 10 thank you again um, I've been Ash I've been Arnie and this has been X of Words. Someone that choke, someone that fit aside.